Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to have so much fun because we're going to be talking really about how to make your business successful, how to have a mindset that's going to help you make your business successful, how to survive, you know, even starting the business, or more importantly, what happens when things get a little bit tough. And so please join me in welcoming our guest today, Terry Ogburn. Welcome, Terry. Well, thank you, Deb, for having me on your show. I think it is going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of, we're going to have a lot of fun. It is, it is. Well, let me tell people about you and then we'll jump into this. Okay. So Terry Ogburn has developed a business development process that helps entrepreneurs and business owners learn the importance of working on your business instead of being caught up in the day-to-day grind. He has a unique system and personal devotion to the development of others that has contributed to the excess of hundreds of small to large business ventures. So again, Terry, welcome. Yeah, great. Thank you. Nice introduction. Perfect. Well, you know, let's go back in time a bit. Tell okay. us how it is that you discovered that this is your passion. Oh, wow. That's, um, uh, it's like, to me, it was like Legos. And I'm sure you, people, you know, especially if you've had kids, you, I love Legos. I love mm-hmm. Lincoln Logs. I loved all that stuff. And so when I got used to, you know, got into the business world, mm-hmm. um, putting systems and processes in place became like Legos. Mm-hmm. And you have to put one thing on top right. and you have to go back and fix it because that mm-hmm. wasn't the exact right piece and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this started right after um, I was probably typically like most of your listeners. I'd been fired out of the car business. I was a successful car salesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, went out to try to find a job as a manager and my boss found out about it. And I was supposed to be there under his wing, you know, type Uh-oh. thing. He had a career path for me, mm-hmm. you know, how back in those right. days, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was you know, me. So I just, you know, went and opened an air conditioning business because I could fix a duck. Right. I was mm-hmm. good at duck work and I could mm-hmm. do that. Good technician. And I figure what else could go wrong mm-hmm. from there, right? Right. Seems easy <laughs> and, enough. Yeah. So um, then you st- step into realizing that it does take more than just being mm-hmm. able to be able to work on something to be able to run a business successfully. Right. And then I would suggest to all your listeners, if they don't already have, get mentors in their life, get Mm -hmm. people, coaches or whatever in their life that's going to help them. There's, you can pay from as little to a lot, of Mm -hmm. course, but uh, that was fortunate for me as I had um, some very good mentors. And Mm -hmm. so they, they explained to me about how to uh, manage people and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and different systems and things that we need to put in place. And doing that, it caused me to be, um, more successful, more mm. successful, and to the point to where uh, by 19, I started my business in 79. By mm-hmm. 1984, I was nominated for Small Businessman of wow. uh, the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next year, I received Outstanding Young Businessman of the Year mm-hmm. uh, for what we know today as SEER ratings. We, mm-hmm. uh, I was able to create some calorimeter rooms that could duplicate weather conditions. Mm-hmm. So then I started taking these systems on the road to my other networking people, people I network with. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, you got to try this stuff. And so it started working. So Mm -hmm. I sold my business to my employees after 10 years. Mm -hmm. I had 26 people in 12 trucks. Wow! I was doing over a million dollars. Now this was in the late 80s. So, Mm -hmm. um, so you, that's a good size money for a service business, right? Mm -hmm. So I sold it to them. And I decided to take it on the road. Mm-hmm. And then I was snapped up by uh, Uniglobe Travel uh, mm-hmm. back in the travel industry days. Mm-hmm. 
And we put my systems and processes there, and we turned that region around. It was a bankrupt region here in Florida, mm -hmm. and um, we turned it around, and we, uh, we got it back on the map and mm -hmm. did some very good things with it. I was then moved to Miami and took those same systems and processes and uh, uh, created a company. We went public in two and a half years. Mm -hmm. It was an at-home travel agency mm -hmm. whereby you could buy our software, little mm -hmm. three-and-a-half-inch floppy, mm -hmm. and you could turn your computer, an IBM uh, 386-type computer, mm -hmm. into a reservation computer. Mm. And so you could book reservations right from your house like we're doing wow. today. Mm -hmm. But you, mm -hmm. then you a travel agent could leave their agency and go at home, never get out, uh, you never leave their house and make mm -hmm. more money um, than they could, you know, by going to work every day. Mm -hmm. So um, that went public. And then from there, I went to uh, Radio Shack, AT&T Wireless, Metricall Paging, Century 21. Mm -hmm. And after the downturn in real estate, um, I figured it was going to be a, uh, somebody needed help small businesses, you know, get their momentum back. Right. It was going to be small businesses that brought this mm -hmm. economy back mm -hmm. after the, that debacle in the real estate world. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing this now for, uh, for next month will be 15 years. Wow. I love it. You know, and we mentioned in your bio, the fact that, you know, small business owners get caught up in this day-to-day -day grind. And I think that's, you know, that's so true. When I talk to, you know, other business owners, other entrepreneurs, it's, it's just this constant, okay, we have to do this. We have to do this. What was, what was that commercial? Have to make the bread. Have to go mm -hmm. make the bread. I the think donuts, it was bread, yeah. donut, donuts. donuts yeah. That was it. Have to make the donuts. Have to go make the donuts. And the poor little man got up and went every day at four in the morning. He totally lost his passion for actually making donuts because it was it, it was the, the processes and things like that were so difficult. And and I think that is what happens to a lot of us because we're insulated. We don't have mentors, as you mentioned, um, you know, and and we just think, I just have to do this. I have to do this. So what do you tell business owners who are kind of caught up in that day to day grind? Um, first of all, let go of your ego. Ah. Wait, okay. you mean I'm not the best at what I do and nobody else can do it? Exactly. Ah. I describe it like when I'm taking on a new client, mm -hmm. um, it's like, uh, and most people can relate to this, it's mm -hmm. like a, a, your first child. Mm -hmm. When the, your child is born and your mom wants to hold it right. and you're handing it off to mom. Mm -hmm. and, and you're telling mom how to hold the baby. And it bobbles a little bit and your heart throws into your yeah. stomach, right? Mm -hmm. And your mom's raised five kids. Yeah. <laughs> right? And didn't drop so, anybody, hopefully. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then even us, we, by the second kid, we're throwing them from six feet away. You know, yeah. here, yeah, yeah. take him finally, yeah. get him. Mm -hmm. um, so these, when we start a business, it's like our own little baby. Right. Okay. And so we're very careful about, we, so we drift into uh, micromanaging. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is we think we can do it the best. So we, mm -hmm. we stifle the growth of the people we hire because oh. it gets to a point we have to hire people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we have to do something, answer right. the phone or something. Mm -hmm. And so then we get that person in, 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 you know, in, um, on board with us. Mm -hmm. And then when they try to, when they do make a mistake and we, you know, smack them down. Right. Yeah. And then pursue. Mm -hmm. Right. So then that suppresses them. Mm -hmm. So I teach the people I work with how to manage by objectives. This helps understand uh, people empowering. Mm -hmm. In today's society, we need to be more empowering okay. you know, with our employees. And mm -hmm. this is a new, uh, relatively new. It's catching on now. Mm -hmm. It's been around for a while. But um, most people, again, want to stifle. We call that adolescent stage mm -hmm. where we know everything. You know? right. so, and it's the only way that it can be done. Exactly. So that's part of the ego. Mm -hmm. You know, just because we've been doing something for 25 years doesn't make it right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, so when you, um, when you learn to empower people, um, by asking them to figure out what their job description is, and then mm -hmm. I just ask them to do their job. Mm -hmm. They agree to do it. You, right. you, they should do it. And then give them room to, to expand. So managing mm -hmm. by objectives would be, okay, so I come to one of my employees and like my assistant, I'll say, mm -hmm. okay, Millie, when can you have this project ready for me? Mm -hmm. And if, if she doesn't give herself enough time, I will give her time. Well, mm -hmm. no, I think with what's on your plate already, let's make it right. Thursday afternoon. Mm -hmm. would, would that be okay? And how about if I check with you on Tuesday just to see how you're mm -hmm. going? See, that's, that gives the employee a chance to relax mm -hmm. and, and, and do some good work. Right. Sometimes they'll do better work than you do. Mm -hmm. 
And that's pretty cool too when they right. when they come up with an idea. Mm-hmm. And I have in my uh, people that work with me, they end up writing their own personal business development plan, how okay. to develop their business. Mm-hmm. And in it, it says, if we can't think of a good game, we will borrow one. Mm. So like for an example, I'll give this a little tidbit of information to mm-hmm. your listeners. Hallmark spent thousands and thousands of dollars to teach us that we care the very best to send the very best. Right. And they use this little Hallmark emblem to do that. So when you're sending thank you cards, I know everybody likes to send out cards and all this mm-hmm. different stuff. I recommend go to Hallmark, get you a box of blank thank you cards with the Hallmark emblem on mm-hmm. the back, fill it out, send it off. And once they're going to flip it over and they're going right. to see that Hallmark. <gasps> and mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So those are little things that, that we do differently mm-hmm. uh, or we should be doing differently to, um, you know, to help in our customer service. Mm-hmm. Empowering people, again, gets back to if you, you're not a good CEO, like you mentioned, if you're not, if you're uh, Tony Robbins is not the CEO of his company. Right. There are many Radio Shack, as we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. we brought in a CEO from mm-hmm. someplace else. Um, so because if you're good at, at um, bagging groceries, then be the best bagger mm-hmm. you can be. Right. right. <laughs> anyway. It doesn't mean that you can be the produce manager. You no. might be able to, but maybe, maybe not. And, you know, like uh, I don't like to, to clean. Mm-hmm. Probably largely because when I was little, my mother's from the South. Mm-hmm. And so we always were cleaning something. Uh-huh. But I can hire somebody to come in mm-hmm. and clean, and then I can just, you know, coach with a client mm-hmm. and, and make that money, you know, right. back just just mm-hmm. that quick, you know. Mm-hmm. So do what you like to do mm-hmm. and let somebody else do the stuff you don't like to do. Right. You know, and, and that's what's so important about this is, you know, we started our business, you know, whatever it is, because we were good at something, you know. And, and, and when we get caught up in that day-to-day minutiae, then we're not doing what it is that we're we want to be doing and you know and and so that's why if you are hiring it done whether it's an employee whether it's a VA whether it's a consultant you know whatever it is then you get back to being able to focus on what it was that was your passion for starting that business in the first place I'll give you a good example of that I was working with a company um a furniture company mm-hmm. and so the they had six stores within florida and um so they had to constantly have to keep up with inventory because mm-hmm. you know six stores selling right. they had a master warehouse mm-hmm. and so uh, they have what's called a batch report and i'm sure some of your listeners know that at the end of the day they mm-hmm. total that up that goes into the factory and then everybody knows where everything is mm-hmm. well this one lady just could not do the batch report oh it just wasn't, she just mm-hmm. didn't, wasn't computer savvy <laughs> mm-hmm. and that just wasn't her thing. Mm-hmm. But you know what she'd love to do? Open the store, mm-hmm. getting the furniture, moving mm-hmm. it around, putting right. things out, decorating mm-hmm. a little bit, getting some stuff done. So we figured out that she liked doing that and somebody mm-hmm. else could do the batch report. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have any problems when, right. when that person, mm-hmm. um, you know, had to, she mm-hmm. didn't do it anymore. She came mm-hmm. in early every morning and got the store ready. Mm-hmm. Right. By what they love to do and they'll 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 bust their butts mm-hmm. for you. Right. Anyway. You know, and I think what is hard sometimes for a business owner is being flexible like that. And and you know, and, and saying, okay, you know what, you're better at this than that. So, you know, let's let's adjust. You know, long gone are the days where we had the job description and you'd better fit that job description or else. Um, you know, and, and I mean, we were the square peg going into the square hole and, you know, and, and most of the time that didn't work, you know, very, it seems like, you know, every, you know, every once in a while you had somebody that really was, but for the most part, what ended up doing was the, and other duties as assigned, that was where their sweet spot was. But, you know, we, and, and as a manager though, it's very difficult to say, you know what, this isn't working. Let's try something different because back to that ego thing, you're admitting that you were wrong, you know, and, and, you know, and and that really is kind of one of the hardest things to do. And I can remember when I was, uh, you know, back in the air conditioning days, um, the rule was if you wanted to, uh, you never should fire anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's just bad for uh, everything mm-hmm. around. So, so if you needed somebody, if you needed to let go of somebody, all you had to do was ask them to do their job. Right. And they because go, oh. they would do, 
they mm-hmm. were doing somebody else's job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so with so what I do with my with my clients is we we have them create position contracts, mm. little little stronger than a than mm-hmm. a job description, mm-hmm. but it's it says it, the, each line starts out be responsible for because you're mm-hmm. taking hundred percent responsibility for mm-hmm. that line item. Mm-hmm. That line item is is measurable. Mm-hmm. So if it says I'm responsible for 40 working 48 hours a week, then mm-hmm. that's what it says. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very measurable. And then you will have, a, you know, whatever their duty, duties are. Well, at the end of the quarter, you get to grade that on oh. a zero to five basis mm-hmm. because it's all metrics. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. you, you're not imagining if it happened. Right. It's all smart mm-hmm. goals, you know, mm-hmm. specific. And then if you find somebody that's not scoring well on a line item, then you Take that line item off of their position contract, mm-hmm. give it to somebody else, mm-hmm. and put keep moving things around until you right. get the person doing exactly mm-hmm. what they can score mm-hmm. highest on. Right. Then the uh, third part of the the contract is your grading p- process, mm-hmm. and then the fourth part is the compensation. So if mm-hmm. they hit high numbers, so mm-hmm. if they hit a three point seven five, that's seventy five percent of mm-hmm. the work getting done. Mm-hmm. The reason I chose 3.75 was because the national average is that we will get 65% um, of work out of the employee. Mm. You know, other than a you know corporate worker, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. somebody that has to be on a on a um, showroom, I mean not a showroom, but a production floor, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you small businesses like us, we're gonna get about 65% mm-hmm. of what the person is gonna do mm-hmm. for us. And so uh, by go- 3.75, we're getting 75, and then you reward anything mm-hmm. over 75. Right, right. But you're already exceeding what the national averages are. Mm-hmm. They sign it. Mm-hmm. Now, the neat thing is when you're grading it, you and I would sit down, Deb, and we would grade it together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're grading me, mm-hmm. and so you have a copy of mine, and mm-hmm. I have a copy, obviously, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be a lot harder on myself than you are. Right. So we swap papers, mm-hmm. and then we grade, we, we talk about them, and we negotiate mm-hmm. because it is a contract, so it's allowed mm-hmm. to be negotiated. Well, I thought this. Mm-hmm. So if um, so, let's say it was a kind of a loosey goosey line item. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you give it the first time you give it, mm-hmm. then you tighten it up. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you say, okay, well, if I need to be more specific, then mm-hmm. I'll say you need to be here Monday through Friday mm-hmm. from eight eight thirty to mm-hmm. five thirty, and that's mm-hmm. with a half hour lunch. Right. Now, now we know exactly we're both on the, we're mm-hmm. on the same page. Right. You know, and I think that's where it, you know, it's, it, it's tricky because we want to empower our employees, our staff, our VAs, you know, whatever they, they are. But at the same point, when it's too loosey-goosey, stuff doesn't get done. Um, you know, and, and, and I think that's been maybe the problem that's, that's been happening, especially in bigger workplaces where, you know, that empowerment and all of those various things, you know, that was kind of the buzzwords, you know, we want our employees to be in charge. Well, I know, you know, they still need to be told we need you to do X, mm-hmm, you know, exactly. otherwise X isn't going to get done. Exactly. I work with a large uh, boat company in the United mm-hmm. States and work with their sales team. And mm-hmm. uh, first thing I want them to do is pull out their job descriptions because I know HR, I know their HR, mm-hmm. I know the, we call it team support, mm-hmm. I know all these people. So I say, okay, pull out your job. And mm-hmm. they're not doing it. Right. As you said, they're not, mm-hmm. they don't, they, wow, I, last time I looked at mm-hmm. that was when I was hired. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, this same company, which a lot of companies are going to, um, and that is profiling. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies now are are having them go through the DISC method or the mm-hmm, Omni mm-hmm. profile or the Colby different profiles now. Mm-hmm. So they're matching the people with with personalities mm-hmm. with their job. Right. There's no reason to put an analytical person in a sales position. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, because they're going to ask you too many questions. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean. You know, and, and that's what happens is, you know, it, when we try and force them into something that, that is not going to work, um, you know, and, 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 and it's not good for anybody. You know, they're not going to be happy. They're not going to be getting the work done. Now, they might actually get the work done, but as you said, maybe it's at a 65% level as opposed to, you know, it, it, more. I mean, you really want 100%, but let's be honest, you know, <laughs> 100% probably not going to happen, you know, all the time, just for a variety of reasons. Um, but, but it is interesting, you know, all the perceptions and, and things that people have as to what their job is. I remember years ago, when I was still in corporate America, I was, was in a communications department, and I, I never took breaks. 
you know, it was just, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't take, you know, the, the mandatory 15 minutes in the morning and afternoon. And I sat at my desk and I ate my lunch, you know, all these various things. And, and I was one of these, I worked through my lunch for me. It, it messed up my train of thought if I had to stop and go somewhere and all this stuff. Well, other people in the department took those breaks. They did all those things. And, and so, but what happened was I got my work done earlier because I was putting in, you know, that, that bulk of time before. And so, you know, I'd sit there and maybe not quite pay attention to what I was supposed to be doing. Um, you know, or I hate to say it, playing solitaire on the computer, but all my work was done. I mean, and that was the important thing. Everything that I was supposed to do was done. And, but nobody could see that that was what I was doing. I mean, you know, they didn't walk up and go, and she's sitting there playing solitaire. But somehow my manager knew. Somebody tattled on me. Hmm. And so she, you know, she came to me and she said, you've got to stop doing that. And I kind of looked at her and I said, but I get my work done. And, and she said, well, but, but, you know, it's, you can't do that. And I said, okay, well, let's go back to me following the rules and see what happens. And so I did. And of course, my work productivity went down, um, you know, and, and, and she was just completely baffled by that. And I said, you know, you need to understand how my workflow works. But she was unfortunately in the position where, you know, she was told by her higher ups, you do it this way. This is the only way that is acceptable. And so she, you know, and, 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 and that's, I think where we get caught up is, you know, we think, well, this is the way it has to be. And you mentioned, you know, this is the way it's always been done as opposed to what's going to work best for this employee. Exactly. We, again, because we, we have to grow mm-hmm. through constant and never ending improvement. Mm-hmm. What if you and I would have said, you know, 10 years ago or, or so and said, you know, this Facebook thing is never mm-hmm. going to work. Right. You and I wouldn't even probably even be in business today. No, no. Mm-hmm. Because it would have been another one of those mm-hmm. things that the internet took our business mm-hmm. out of, out of the, out of the realm. Mm-hmm. We're right. doing podcasting now. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a, mm-hmm. that's, you know, something new. It's, mm-hmm. it's relatively new. I know mm-hmm. it's, I know that uh, I'm the, one of the creators to Podfest. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we've only been around mm-hmm. six years. Mm-hmm. So I know it's, you know, podcasting right. has been around longer mm-hmm. than that. But now the movement is here. Mm-hmm. But that's because of Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, it all started mm-hmm. with social media. Mm-hmm. Now we have Web 3.0, which is mm-hmm. what you and I are doing now mm-hmm. is the video. Right. You know, so. Right. Yep. So we, we got to change and we got to look for, look for, um, opportunities mm-hmm. to change as mm-hmm. well. What right. can we do better? What mm-hmm. can we make it better? Mm-hmm. How can we do it better? Right. You know, you know, and it is hard when you're managing a group of people, you know, to, to say, okay, this person can do it this way. This person can do it that way. And, you know, it, it takes a special skill to, to be able to, to do all of that. Um, you know, because, you know, clearly there are some employees who are going to work really well from home or with adjusted hours or something like that. And then somebody else is getting, well, wait a minute, how come he got to work from home? I want to work from home. And they're not the type of person that can work from home. Um, you know, and, and so it's, it's a challenge. And it comes back to you know, the, the fact that then you're doing that, you're just managing all of that as opposed to doing what it is you want to do. So, you know, Terry, how do we balance all of this? Well, you, you have to, like we, you know, we're talking, it, it takes a business in my, from my viewpoint, let's put it that way. You need to have a business development plan. And now this isn't mm-hmm. a funding plan. This isn't a, a business plan like the banks want right. you to have. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is just a fundamental, my, mine is five pages long. It's just mm-hmm. a fund of uh, eight steps mm-hmm. that take you from uh, point to B. Point, mm-hmm. And I'll just run over them real quick for you. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. The first step is you have to have a primary aim or a goal. Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. my primary, so we set up your goal mm-hmm. and then we have, we put an affirmation to go with it. So mm-hmm. it all ties in together. Like you'll, you'll, uh, you know, become ethically can in your, uh, you know, commit to excellence, you know, mm-hmm. that a little, a nice mm-hmm. little thing. Right. Then we have a step two and step two is your principles of strategy. Mm. We have to have, we have to have principles that, that are unwavering. Mm-hmm. you know, in our business. Right. And these principles are, uh, there, there's 10 of them. So set a goal and stick to it. So mm-hmm. we have to have a, a, the difference is I have a quarterly concept rather mm-hmm. than a yearly concept. Mm-hmm. I'll explain mm-hmm. that in a minute. Right. So now we have our goal for the quarter. Mm-hmm. Then we have um, maintain good morale. So you have to have a, 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 a an objective mm-hmm. underneath build morale. How you're going right. to build mine is we build uh, we are positive and caring from the top. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So then act aggressively. And then the, the, the strategy there is to invest time and money to build our uh, image. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aim for surprise. Mm-hmm. That's where we enhance our systems to offer better solutions than other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have accumulator forces. We've got to bring them together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got to do that. Then we got to make sure they're secure. So we do that through position contracts and mm-hmm. make sure they understand the marketing plans and mm-hmm. things that we have, the little things we have to do. Then you have um, using your forces economically so we can do inbound marketing as well. We're doing up, outbound marketing mm-hmm. up on step three, so or number three. So now we can have some inbound marketing. Mm-hmm. Then we have coordination, which is training. Mm-hmm. Then you have to have educate uh, have a communication section where you got outbound mm-hmm. and inbound communications, mm-hmm. and then you have to have a principle called simplicity, and that is where we make everything simple. And a lot of people misunderstand that simple and easy are two different things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You can make something simple, then mm-hmm. it becomes easy, but you can't take something easy and make it simple. Mm-mm. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. So step three is our organizational strategy. Mm. In my organizational chart, I turn it upside down and make the customer the boss. Ah. And then your frontline people mm-hmm. are the people who you empower mm-hmm. to solve as many problems as possible right. without bringing in the middle management mm-hmm. people. Because when you bring them people in, now you got two salaries. You're paying, mm-hmm. you're paying the one, and mm-hmm. then you're paying that one to figure out. Our middle management people should be working on the business, you mm-hmm. know, figuring out the systems mm-hmm. and processes that prevent them from being bothered. Mm-hmm. And then you have your upper-level people, your C-level people. These are your visionaries. Mm-hmm. And they're at the bottom of the of the triangle mm-hmm. or the totem pole simply because we want all that communication to come into them. Mm-hmm. They reconfigure it and they give it out in customer service. So the right. best customer service we can give mm-hmm. is, is more important to our business than anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, we have to, then you have a people plan. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do your people plan? Mm-hmm. And some of my stuff is like create an environment where doing well becomes a way of life. Mm-hmm. The customer is not always right, but whether they are or not, it's our job to make them feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Then we have some rules of the game mm-hmm. uh, that we add into it. Then we have a management strategy. When we have a, 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 a system strategy, mm-hmm. and then we have a marketing strategy, and then we have a service strategy. Mm. That completes out your, your plan. Mm-hmm. So your plan solves all your problems. Like you have a problem and somebody steps out of line in the management uh, section that says, our systems become the solution to the unpredictability of people. Uh-huh. So if the person jumps out there and does something crazy, mm-hmm. you put mm-hmm. a process in place mm-hmm. that prevents that from happening. Right, right. It's very simple mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then from there, you can build out an operations manual. Most mm-hmm. of your listeners will not have an operations manual. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've never even seen one. Right. But an operation manual should consist of your business development plan, mm-hmm. your action plan, how you're going to get from point A to point mm-hmm. B your uh, job descriptions, your organizational chart, your mm-hmm. job descriptions, checklist for every, everything that needs to be done in your company should have a mm-hmm. checklist on how to do it. So if I don't know how to do it, you can say, Terry, why don't you go get the checklist out mm-hmm. for doing that and follow it step by step and you should create an email. Right. I should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Then you have something called a performa. People don't know what performas are in this day mm-hmm. and age. They go by QuickBooks and P&Ls. Mm-hmm. And so I instruct my clients all the time. I say, well, um, if, if, if you're using a P&L, that means you used to get it about 10 or 15 days after the close of the month, right? Mm-hmm. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And he I said, so is, is it fun to wake up two weeks into the month, realize you lost money last month? And you right. Changed and anything? then you're playing catch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So uh, so I like performance, which is a mm-hmm. forecast of your mm-hmm. your your um, income and your expenses. And then you try to dial in, try to hit on the nose like an mm-hmm. airplane, try to hit that nose every, right. every week, so to mm-hmm. speak. Right. Um, then you have uh, policy and procedures. Most mm-hmm. of your listeners will not have a, a policy and procedure guide or a mm-hmm. manual or a handbook for the, how they want their business to be operated. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have uh, a direct marketing plan mm-hmm. and a social media marketing plan. You have mm-hmm. to have two uh, marketing plans today. Mm-hmm. Most people say, uh, they don't even understand direct marketing. Mm-hmm. They, they think mass marketing is the is the key to success. Mm-hmm. With most people don't have enough money. Uh, right. Radio Shack. Uh, mm-hmm. We launched Sprint. I don't know if you remember the Sprint telephone mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they wanted to launch in our area in Miami, and so they I, their idea was they wanted to hit the demographic between thirty five and fifty five, and they wanted each one of those people to see that their 
their message 66 times. Oh, <laughs> that was that was that was over 66 million impressions. Right. Holy cow. Can you imagine how much, right? How much mm-hmm. money that was going to cost? Right. Okay. Right. They went into the market at seventh place. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at the end of their 90 day launch, they were in third place. Oh, but so look at all good. the money, mm-hmm. but they threw right. this money at mm-hmm. it. Well, now our, the average listener is not going to have that kind no. of money. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we can use direct mail. Did you know mm-hmm. that direct mail is um, got an 11% more open rate and getting higher each mm-hmm. week? Right. Because we don't see it anymore. We get it. We're like, cool. <laughs> I can give your listeners mm-hmm. right now a 100% guaranteed open rate for mm-hmm. their direct mail piece. Mm. Okay. The Supply stores will sell these little tubes, nine-inch tubes, poster mm-hmm. tubes, nine-inch. Mm-hmm. 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 So you take your flyer, you roll it up, you put it inside there, fits mm-hmm. perfectly, right. take a package of Tic Tacs, shove it in there, uh-huh. peel it all up, mm-hmm. it arrives, it's going to rattle, they're open. Uh-huh. Now, what is this? Mm-hmm. They're going to open it. Mm-hmm. So we can do little, little mm-hmm. gimmicky little things right. like that to increase the open rate. Mm-hmm. Facebook, for an example, mm-hmm. has 100% open rate. Mm-hmm. That's how you and I met was on right. Facebook uh-huh. because mm-hmm. you have a hundred percent open rate. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. You, you directed me to some other direction, but mm-hmm. that still worked. Mm-hmm. Right. It worked right. Mm-hmm. It, I'm on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we're very, uh, my organization, we're very proactive. We, mm-hmm. we go after direct marketing. So mm-hmm. that's one of our things. Right. So social media People don't uh, know how to use that uh, mm-hmm. to me as well as they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can. Right. People don't know that they can create opt-in boxes on their on mm-hmm. their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. They can create redirects. Mm-hmm. You know all this stuff. If somebody likes something on your Facebook page, that gives you a reason to interact with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, just those little things. Mm-hmm. And I can also give your uh, listeners too these these four things that I ask all uh, people to do. If they'll just do these four things, it'll accomplish anything they want to accomplish. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. First is commitment. Mm. It has to be in. All boats in. You Mm got to be in all the way. No, Mm -hmm. no, no toes in the water. Mm -hmm. All the way. Mm -hmm. The next is you you put disciplines in place Mm -hmm. to make sure that your commitment comes true. Mm. So that means if you have to get up a half hour early mm-hmm. or if you have to go to bed a half hour late, right. whatever. We were talking earlier about clients and you, uh, I w- my vision was that there was a hamster wheel, mm-hmm. right? They just get on this hamster wheel mm-hmm. every day and they, then they jump off. Mm-hmm. And you, we also said, talked about 100% getting 100% of your employees. Mm-hmm. Well, you do get 100%. The, but the reason is they put in 80 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they right. get 100% of the mm-hmm. work done. They need mm-hmm. to get done, but they, they could do it in a, a better mm-hmm. time frame. So better disciplines in life will help us mm-hmm. through time management. Right. No playing solitaire. Exactly. <laughs> um, the other thing is you make the decisions that you mm-hmm. make. Uh, you, they have to be you know, good decisions. Mm-hmm. So I'll give every one of your listeners right now permission to procrastinate on anything that doesn't take them towards their goals. Oh, okay. They can procrastinate on anything mm-hmm. as long as right. it's not messing with their goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last thing, which is the most important piece of this puzzle, and that is visualization. Mm-hmm. We think in pictures. Mm-hmm. So if we relate in pictures, then put pictures in front of us. Vision mm-hmm. boards do work. Right. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So all we have to do is visualize ourselves already in possession of the, the better time management or mm-hmm. the better the commitment that we have. Visualize us having it. Mm-hmm. I have affirmations that I have my clients read. It's called a magic key. And it says they're going to become the most powerful salesperson or sales consultant or, or entrepreneur mm-hmm. or CEO, whatever their job, whatever they're going for. We always want to be going for mm-hmm. something. Right. So they have to be, they have to repeat this affirmation mm-hmm. every morning mm-hmm. and every night before they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Right. So the yeah. subconscious can work on it. Right. Anyway. And and that positive affirmation really is what is is critical to to all of this. Um, <clears throat> because especially when we're starting out, I mean, we've got a lot of self-doubt. You know, and not only that, we have a lot of people who are telling it really. 
you quit your job to go do, are you sure you're smart enough? Are you, you know, all of these various things. So we have enough people being negative at us. We have to be positive ourselves, um, you know, and, and so having those positive affirmations of, you know, I am smart enough, I am skilled enough, you know, whatever it is, you know, we have to, and, and it's not, it's not a question. It's not, I am skilled enough. <laughs> it's, I am skilled enough, you know, or, or however, you know, whatever your affirmation is. I'll give you four things now for mm-hmm. along that subject. Okay. okay. The first is we need to have a burning desire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that burning desire is not good unless we have it backed by a definiteness of purpose. Mm-hmm. See, if we don't have a strong enough why, we'll never get what we want. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's just the way right. our brain works. You'll be back to that procrastination thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, you know, if we don't, if we don't have a strong why, we just won't get it. Mm-hmm. I work with clients and I'll say, okay, how much money do you want to make this, this year? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, I want to make 200,000. Okay, great. What if you make 150? Well, that'll mm-hmm. be okay. What if I make 90? Oh, no, no, no. 90 is not a number. Uh-huh. Okay. So we have to close the gap between mm-hmm. that 110. That Why are we getting that 110? Right. You know, well, I'm going to put it in the savings account. No, you won't because you haven't put any money in savings already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got to connect it with something strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I add one thing to that, and that's what does that outcome look like? So you have, mm-hmm. a, a, you have an objective, mm-hmm. you have a why, and you have a result all tied mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Next, number two is you have an action plan that causes that to come true. You have to put steps mm-hmm. in place. You have to right. have goals. It just doesn't magically happen. You have to work. You know, mm-hmm. this, the secret, the movie, the secret was a great movie. And I do believe in the universe and mm-hmm. I do believe the universe will reward you mm-hmm. for doing good, mm-hmm. but you have to put in effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going right. to fly yeah. over and just you know, drop I in can't just go, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire I'm go- and have it happen. Wouldn't that be great? But and sit no. in your easy chair and, mm-hmm. and hope and watch yeah. Oprah, mm-hmm. that, so to mm-hmm. speak. Right. Yep. Uh, so, so we put, have to put, uh, you know, an action number three is, Eliminate all negative people, circumstances, mm-hmm. anything that's negative, eliminate it. Mm-hmm. Move it, get it out of your life, right. step away from it. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth thing is surround yourself with people who believe in you and your mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. And if that's only you, then surround yourself with you. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and, and you mentioned having a mentor, you know, people like that. I mean, that's, that it, it is, it's, uh, when we have the positive, then positive comes out. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, we learned that when we were little, you know, if we were told you can't learn to tie your shoe, well, then you probably weren't going to learn to tie your shoe. Um, but you know, when we have those positive things, it, it, it really does help. Uh, it's, it's interesting. My, my kindergarten teacher recently passed away. Hmm. Um, and you know, and, and now she was, you know, she, she had a long and wonderful life. But one of the things that I have seen over and over again when people have been talking about her was the positive influence she had on people. You know, and it didn't matter if it was a five-year-old or if it was, you know, somebody who was in their 50s or 60s. It was just, you know, she always had such a positive influence. And, and I honestly don't remember negatives. I mean, now she, that's not to say she didn't push you. You know, she was my, she was also my piano teacher. And, oh, and she pushed, you know, but I pushed back just about as hard because um, I, I probably shouldn't have been taking piano lessons. Um, but, you know, it was, it, but she, she had such a positive influence on people that that really has been what, what people have, have mentioned the most when they learned that she passed away. The, uh, another thing that we, we have to start to bring into our works, our business world and our mm-hmm. entrepreneurial world um, mm-hmm. is something called neuro-linguistics programming. Right. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. NLP, mm-hmm. right? Well, studies now show that that it starts in our cere- in our um, cerebellum, mm-hmm. the back part of our brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the first thing we do uh, using NLP is um, our heartbeat. Mm. Our heartbeat starts in the in the womb, and so mm-hmm. it it happens. And then the next thing is mm-hmm. breathing, and then from there mm-hmm. on, we start to do more things. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a study now that shows that because um, we are default negative. Mm-hmm. We're like a computer and our default, our, our subconscious is mm-hmm. a default negative. Right. So when we start reinducing it with, mm-hmm. uh, inducing it with positive affirmations or positive mm-hmm. thoughts and exp- um, um, uh, ideas of expectation, mm-hmm. things like that, 
the, it can show the growth at the top of the brain. You can mm -hmm. actually see it migrate. Right. The, the positive energy mm -hmm. start to migrate through all the cells of your mm -hmm. brain. And it takes time to develop this, mm -hmm. um, your, our, our brain for, mm -hmm. sort of drifts into the left side and the right side. Mm -hmm. Because most, like I was on a call with a uh, lady uh, earlier in the week, mm -hmm. and she was explaining to me that she had to go to three events. Mm -hmm. Now, Deb, for her going to three events, she's in the PR business, mm -hmm. okay? And for her to go to an event means she's going to get clients. Right. She's going to be speaking, mm -hmm. and she says, well, i got to go to three events, mm -hmm. I'm going to be busy in my work, week, work, work. And I said, man, if I was you, I'd be speaking excitement into that. I'd be right. speaking, man, mm -hmm. I'm going to get clients. And she uh -huh. says, well, you don't, have, you don't understand. I'm going to be two, two and a half hours away, and right. I've got to drive back and forth. So I said, well, then get a hotel. had to go right. to three events. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, why don't you rent, get a hotel room mm -hmm. and just save the wear and tear on right. you? Mm -hmm. You know, I've gone – I." I I'm, I'm a, uh, uh, involved in a, a community that mm -hmm. is in Brandon, which is from here where I'm at, mm -hmm. is about a, a 45, uh, well, mm -hmm. about a 35-mile drive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. But anytime I'm going to go over there and spend a couple of days, I just, or even one day, I mm -hmm. will go the night before because right. I know I got two bridges to mm -hmm. fight <laughs> mm -hmm. and, the, and a downtown mm -hmm. Tampa to go through. Mm -hmm. So in, uh, what time right. should I So leave? you'll be stressed out before you ever even get there. So get there, get mm -hmm. close, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, plant, you know, I always like to work backwards as well. Mm -hmm. We need to always start within, with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. um, but again, um, uh, I don't think we take enough time to think through things sometimes. Right. You know, even when we make business decisions, we'll knee jerk a response. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't think about other departments that mm -hmm. it might affect. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, you take a, a truck off the road, well, it, right. it hurts other mm -hmm. That have other departments mm -hmm. as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, when a lawnmower goes down, for any of those that are, have a landscaping business, mm -hmm. I worked with them one time mm -hmm. and I said, okay, it's first thing I said, I said, okay, where's your maintenance reserve account? He goes, and they what? Went, uh, mm -hmm. Well, I said, don't you have, don't you take money out of from each customer so mm -hmm. you can, when you have to mm -hmm. have oil changes and chains right. and all these things mm -hmm. replaced, who's paying for that? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I pay for them. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm hmm. Well, you should be passing that off to your customer. That's right. not your, that's, no. they have to pay mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. That's and, a part of cost of doing business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us don't think about mm -hmm. when they, um, like taking credit cards. Mm -hmm. Most right. of your listeners will have, you know, take credit cards, merchants, cards, mm -hmm. whatever, but they never pass the, that fee onto mm -hmm. the customer. Right. Right. You know, the, that 3% fee or whatever. They never whatever stop to think. Yeah. They just figure, okay, we're going to lose 3%. Okay. Well, no. We're Why not raise attractive. your price by 3%? Mm -hmm. we're, we're going to be more attractive because mm -hmm. we take MasterCard. <laughs> well, yeah, right. we'll be more attractive and make money too. Uh -huh. um, right. Um, another thing that they could do too, um, I can show them how to, uh, to basically stop paying uh, income tax. Mm. But it won't be because, because we're doing anything against the government. Right. We'll, we'll be getting the customers mm -hmm. to pay for, mm -hmm. pay for our income tax. Mm -hmm. Right. I quit paying taxes in 1986. Oh, wow. Now, that doesn't mean I haven't filed my, right. my reports oh, yeah. so and all that. You're still things. legal. You're still I'm doing still what legal. you're supposed I'm to. I'm supposed but, to do. Everything is right. done. But mm -hmm. once I realize that every time I spend money, somebody has to mm -hmm. pay for that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and, and that's, you know, that's obviously why big businesses are successful is, you know, they're not eating all of those costs. They're passing those costs on, um, you know, and, 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 and the consumers don't even realize it. You know, if it's $10 or if it's $10 and 10 cents, you're like, okay, whatever. Um, you know, and, and, and if it's now, the, of course, the trick is the product or the service has to be good enough that they're going to pay that. Um, you know, and, and so that's the big part is, you know, you, you have to be showing that value in order to pass that cost on. And that's one thing that I point out to my clients is that you establish value before you establish price. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Nordstrom's comes to mind. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I don't know if you know this, but in this, in every Nordstrom store, there's a car tire that hangs in the back room of every Nordstrom's, no. every one of them. Did mm -hmm. you know that? No. Okay. Well, the reason is to remind every employee of the 82-year-old man that brought his tires back to Nordstrom's. You know what's, you know what's ironic say, about Nordstrom's doesn't sell tires. It doesn't. <laughs> but it will not have a dissatisfied customer either. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this man came in and he had a receipt mm-hmm. that had the address of that Nordstrom store on it. Ah, but it was not Nordstrom's. They had probably got the building from mm-hmm. Sears or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and they took over a building. Mm-hmm. So, well, they're, in their mind's eye, they took over the responsibilities mm-hmm. of right. that building. Mm-hmm. Um, you can walk into Nordstrom's and not have a receipt. I mean, they have mm-hmm. a great return policy. Right. Um, you can pull up there mm-hmm. and you can call and there will be a concierge. There are ways mm-hmm. and they'll, you'll have an escort that mm-hmm. sh- takes you around mm-hmm. and shops with you. Right. Now, you can buy a pair of pants at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can buy a pair of pants at, mm-hmm. at Nordstrom's. Right. The pants at Nordstrom's are going to last a lot longer mm-hmm. than the, the – plus you get the, right. you know, the treatment too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. your, your um, expectations, you know, that's another thing that I you know, want my uh, team to do is make sure that we always uh, exceed the client's expectations. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so that's – we have to figure out what the customers want. And mm-hmm. I'll give you another little thing. This was in the air conditioning days. And I was in this dilemma of, and this is pretty much in any service industry. Mm-hmm. Um, the customer's complaint was, we, we, we don't know what time you're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And the technicians, um, their uh, paradigm is, we don't know when we're going to get there because we don't know how long we're going to be on the job right. we're there. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's, it's this conundrum mm-hmm. that we're in. So, uh, so I said, well, we're going to fix this. Mm-hmm. So I figured uh, my solution to this was we got two-way radios for, every, for all our trucks. Mm-hmm. So that way they could radio in to, um, you know, to the, back to the office to see uh-huh. if, um, you know, if they could do the work. Mm-hmm. So then we went, you had one hour to fix it. Mm. If you couldn't fix it in an hour, mm-hmm. then you had to get permission to fix it. Oh, okay. Okay. So then we would, you know, go to your house and we say, okay, you mm-hmm. have a bad fun, fan motor and it's going to take us about two and a half hours mm-hmm. to fix it. And then the question would be, when would you like it to be done? Mm-hmm. Right. We're not going to do it right now, but we'll schedule well, it. But the thing was, we, the tech- technicians thought that the customer's answer was going to be right now. Right. Yeah. Well, you're and here. The, Why can't you fix it now? But the tech, what the answer was from the customer was, can you come back when my husband gets here? Mm-hmm. Can you come back when my son uh, gets here with the right. kids? Mm-hmm. They, because we were an interruption to their day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't care if their air conditioner was broke. They right. cared more about the, mm-hmm. the fact they were away from their job. Mm-hmm. So that gave us uh, a two-hour window. We could, mm-hmm. be at your, we could tell you we were going to be at your house at 8 to 10 in the mm-hmm. morning. We were, we were there. Mm-hmm. Nine to eleven, and that to, and that listening to the customer said told us mm-hmm. that their wants and needs were two different things. Right, right. They needed their air conditioner fixed, but they wanted it fixed on their schedule, not mm-hmm. ours. Right, which you know, gave like, us more freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and sometimes it was you're going to do it now, but well, in uh, you know in 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 other cases it was okay. Yeah, and in fact that happened this weekend to to us. You know, I got up, it was sixty degrees in the house. And I'm thinking, this is a little nippy, you know, and, and so clearly there was something wrong with our heater. We've got a service contract. I called in. It was a Saturday morning and, you know, and, and, and they said, you know, we'll, we'll be there, you know, within, you know, we'll be there. And, and he gave me a time and he said, but we'll check back before. And so we tinkered and fiddled and, and danged if we didn't get it to come on. And so, you know, when he called, he said, you know, do you still want us to come? And, I mean, that was the, you know, and, and I said, well, no, because it's working. And, and he said, well, we can still come and make sure that it's, it's right. And I said, no, it's okay. You know? And, and I said, but you know, just kind of keep us on the, in, in the back of your mind that we might have an issue further on. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, it was back to my choice. You know, if I'd wanted them to come, they would have come, but you know, it was like, nah, you know, and, and, um, but yeah, you know, when you give people that choice, they, they like it so much better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you can think of other things to do. Like mm-hmm. what we did was um, we knew that uh, the customer was, mm-hmm. you know, when the husband got home or somebody mm-hmm. was going to come, they were going to say, um, uh, go look at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we know from the technician's point of view that um, they take screws out. Mm-hmm. They don't always put all the screws back in right. because we know that we only need these four screws. Mm-hmm. We don't need all mm-hmm. 12 of them. <laughs> right. right. So mm-hmm. my crew, their responsibility was to replace all screws mm-hmm. brand new mm-hmm. and wax the unit. Mm-hmm. Make it they look had, nice. Mm-hmm. So when the customer comes around, he, he doesn't know what he's looking at. Mm-hmm. However, it looks good. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and, and it's interesting how, you know, that as you were saying, how that perception comes about, you know, for some people, it, it didn't matter that it didn't work, but it looked nice. <laughs> you know? And, you know, and, and we see that all the time with, you know, the brand of car, you know, it's might not, it might not be real reliable, but it's a Mercedes, you know, or, or whatever it is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's what is in the customer's mind. And so that comes back to what you were saying, you know, a, a while ago that your, your org chart, the customer is at the top, um, you know, because ultimately that's, that is, you know, that's what you have to meet. You know, if you're not making the customer happy, it's not going to matter what you're doing. If nobody's paying for it, really doesn't matter. Another thing we did too is, um, in the air conditioning side is, um, most of the industry dictates that you use, um, generic parts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cheaper. They're cheaper. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so one day I was uh, following suit and the supply house didn't have the, um, the generic part, mm-hmm. but they had the original part, mm-hmm. the OEM part. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. says, I don't have it in generic, but I have an OEM. I said, how much is it? And it was about three times the cost. I said, mm-hmm. well, that's really puts me out of my price range. Right. He says, yeah, but it comes with a year guarantee. And I said, what? Mm-hmm. And he says, it comes. I said, I'll take it. Right. So I got in the truck, I radio in, I said, Mary Beth, get us a stamp that says one year guarantee parts and mm-hmm. labor. Yep. She says, what's our disclaimer? I said, none. Mm-hmm. Red stamp on the top copy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody else is giving 90-day guarantees. Mm-hmm. I'm giving a year. What right. I didn't realize was that I was, a, I was set up for my next service call. Mm-hmm. The next time the air conditioner broke, mm-hmm. they had a year guarantee on it. Mm-hmm. So they figured they'd call me. Right. Right. The mm-hmm. other somebody else had a 90 day guarantee. Mm-hmm. They were already out of warranty. So they yep. just call somebody else. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they went to what in their mind was better. Mm-hmm. And all I did was just and then I got to obviously my cost of sales went mm-hmm. up, but so mm-hmm. did my price. My retail right. price went up. Right. It was one of the guys that we were having a brainstorming session, one of the supply houses. And they said, well, yeah, we keep losing our business to Terry, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Steve says, well, why do you think that? Mm-hmm. And the guy says, well, because, you know, he buys equipment at such large, uh, you know, discounts. Mm-hmm. He gets mm-hmm. these discounts. Mm-hmm. And Steve says, you really think Terry passes that discount off to his customers? Yeah. And he yeah. says, well, that has to be the way he's getting mm-hmm. business because we lose to him all the time. Mm-hmm. He says, no, you lose to Terry because of his customer service. Mm-hmm. Right. We had customers that would actually leave their back door open, mm-hmm. put a check on the refrigerator, mm-hmm. sign it. Right. All we had to do is call and mm-hmm. tell them uh, that's pretty that's pretty remarkable trust mm-hmm. in the service right. industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and the sad thing is it really doesn't take much to hit that level. You know, it, it comes back to what you were saying before that, you know, what a lot of people do is 65%-ish of what's required. We all do, or, you know, we don't, we don't all do it because hopefully we're, we're better than that. But for many people, doing just okay or average is acceptable. And when you raise it just a little bit, it's like, holy cow. Um, you know, gotta- and, and that's what really makes the difference. Got an interesting story there. I was in the real estate business, mm-hmm. and they had this. Um, they, uh, the boss came up with this idea of mm-hmm. getting a guarantee. So we were having a tough time selling it, mm-hmm. but the, we went back to the powers to be, and we said, "We don't have to be the best. We just have to be the rep, be be ahead of the rest." Mm-hmm. Right. And it was in the real estate business, and mm-hmm. we wanted our slogan became. Our guarantee was, if you're not completely satisfied with your real estate transaction for up to 45 days after the close, Mm -hmm. we will give you $300. Wow. And Jim said to me, he said, Terry, we'll be broke. Right. We can't do that. Mm -hmm. We increased our our sales Mm -hmm. contracts by over 400 in one year just Mm -hmm. because of that little. Mm -hmm. And we had to pay out 19 checks Mm -hmm. that year. Yeah. That's a fair trade, 400 mm-hmm. new contracts for right. $19, mm-hmm. $300 type mm-hmm. thing. So just, um, and one of my things is study what others do mm-hmm. and do it better mm-hmm. or right. do none of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. you can just eliminate mm-hmm. stuff just simply because it's outdated. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Something that isn't outdated mm-hmm. is thank you cards. And I think we've gotten mm-hmm. away from sending out thank you cards mm-hmm. to, um, to, for anything. Right. You know, somebody gives mm-hmm. you a nice uh, a, a experience of the dry cleaner, mm-hmm. send them a thank you card. It's mm-hmm. okay. Right. 
Yeah, I I do. Um, I I order online those those meal kits. You know, it comes with all the little PC parts, and then you know you you cook dinner. And and the one that I work with here in in Atlanta is one that um, local sources. So it's it's not one of the big chains. It's it's one of the smaller ones that is just Atlanta based. And I, every once in a while, I get a little thank you gift and things like that. But I got a handwritten thank you card. And, and I, I don't even know if it had anybody's name on it, but it was just, you know, thank you so much for being a client for, you know, X number of years. <coughs> what do I do? I take a picture of that. I post it on Facebook. I tag them because I was just like, oh my gosh, look at this. Isn't this so cool? And, you know, and it, 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 it was probably one of these things where, you know, somebody said, you know, we're, we're going to order pizza. We're going to sit around and for an hour, we're just going to write out these cards. Here's the template. You know, we're just going to write them all out. And then they sent them. But I was impressed. And and it is hanging up here on my bulletin board because you don't see those. It's exactly what you said. We don't get thank yous anymore. So when we do, and when it's clear that it's a personalized one, you know, yeah. if it's, you know, then, then it's like, holy cow, how cool is this? Um, we, we established that in the air conditioning business in my company. We had thank you cards that went out. Mm-hmm. And back then it was, it was no, it was not being done much, much at all. Mm-hmm. But I had a specialty card that would fit into mm-hmm. a number 10 envelope that mm-hmm. folded this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it had a football player on mm-hmm. the card and a mm-hmm. ball was flying through the air and the mm-hmm. word thanks was flying in the same Aww. arc. Mm-hmm. My company's name was Buccaneer after the Tampa Bay Buccaneer, so it was mm-hmm, Buccaneer. Mm-hmm. And so inside of it says, for throwing the business my way. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my name. And then um, so my, assist- my mm-hmm. assistant, what her res- she was to hand address those envelopes. Mm-hmm. I just signed them. I didn't have to right. put any words in. Right. And so mm-hmm. she would stuff them, and mm-hmm. every customer mm-hmm. would get one. So um, one day, and I stood, this time I was still doing uh, some service calls, not mm-hmm. many, but some people would request me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I come in one day, and Mary Beth said, uh, Terry, you got four calls today. And I said, okay, uh, let me see them. Let me put them in my schedule, mm-hmm. you know, work them in. So um, I show up at this lady's house and uh, she, you know, opens the door and she goes, you're not Terry. And I said, I am yeah, uh-huh. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she laughed, you know, and she said, no, you're not the one that worked on my stove. And I go, oh, no, no, that was Jeff. Mm-hmm. I said, and I'm here to, she, I said, you requested me. And she said, Oh, I thought he, because of the thank you card, was mm-hmm. Terry. So he, she just got us confused, which was oh. okay. Mm-hmm. But, but that's okay. I mean, right. um, uh, we got another call out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And, you know, and, and the same thing goes with your employees. You know, when was the last time you actually said, thank you, you're doing a great job to them? Oh. Um, you know, and, 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 and that's, and, and I'm not talking a year end bonus no, or, no, no. you know, all of those things that everybody gets, you know, it's, what is something a little special you can do? Um, and, you know, and not an email, you know, anybody or a text, yeah. um, you know, what is just something of, you know, a $5 gift card to McDonald's, whatever, you know, just a little something that, that shows, you know what I noticed and I appreciate you. Um, one of the things that we uh, did for uh, for the technicians in mm-hmm. this particular case, um, we incentivized them by telling them if they sold the job, mm-hmm. they got 2% of any future business that that customer wow. gave to us. Mm-hmm. So that was their little, and that wasn't mm-hmm. in their paychecks. Mm-hmm. Every month mm-hmm. I would just hand out this yep. cash mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. to them. Um, and they got $5 for a thank you letter. Mm-hmm. Get somebody to, you know, I say, uh, one of the employees said, well, you know, Mario asked for letters. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't care. Ask for them. Mm-hmm. I said, I know the customer's not going to write it unless it's, it's, it's right. in from our heart, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I don't mind paying $5 mm-hmm. because we had flip charts back, you know, flip yep. books, you know. Mm-hmm. So we put those uh, testimonies in there. We could mm-hmm. show you, oh, yeah, we got all these oh, great yeah. testimonies. Yep. Mm-hmm. So just a little effort, just thinking mm-hmm. outside the box, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'll give one little last tip. I know we're about to go here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in my world, a person should be spending 48 to 60 hours a week in their business, especially mm-hmm. if they're just getting started. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
But the time block should be broken up into something like two to four hours in their vision side of their entrepreneurial side, their vision okay. of where the company's going, mm-hmm. you know, working on their goals and, mm-hmm. you know, their, their, there's stuff like that. And then six to eight hours in the managing of their business. And this mm. is the paperwork. This mm-hmm, is your mm-hmm. action plan. These are your things that you're doing to, mm-hmm. you know, stay focused on, on, your, on your grid there. And then 40 to 48 hours mm-hmm. being the technician. And then also remember that being the technician in your business means that you're the bookkeeper, mm-hmm. you're the, you know, the accounts receivable. Right. You mm-hmm. have all of these mm-hmm. You've got all those you, hats. Mm-hmm. And you have, and my suggestion would be that they go out onto Google mm-hmm. and they Google those positions. Mm-hmm. So they understand what, uh, you know, if you're writing a check for a, a bill, if you're paying mm-hmm. a bill, you are accounts payable. So mm-hmm. go to right. accounts payable and find out what they're supposed yeah. to be doing and see and if you're doing And have that job description. You mentioned ready. those before. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you ever need somebody to come in and do accounts mm-hmm. payable, at least you know what they're doing, right. what they're supposed yeah. to be doing. Yeah. And, and you and know they won't that be... you've been doing it for three hours a week and yeah, exactly. you know, all those various things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it can just be uh, very. If you if you approach it from the thirty thousand foot level, mm-hmm. looking down on it, mm-hmm. and like you're building Legos, like mm-hmm. we started our conversation. If you look at it as if you're just uh, building a set of Legos, you would know certain pieces have to mm-hmm. uh, fall in place first. Right, right. You know, and you have to have that foundation. You exactly. know, and 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 you know, we didn't really talk about that. The, but you know, so many people, you know, they they think, ooh. I want to do this. And they start up here. They start where I'm not waving, not even on the camera um, <laughs> when they need to start down here. You know, they need that foundation and, you know, and those foundations take a lot of different, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, making sure your business is set fact, up legally, all that good stuff. But yeah, you have to have that in place before you can do the higher level things or, fact, you know, <clears throat> it's at some point, uh, you know, you, you were talking about Legos. I was thinking about Jenga. You know, somebody's going to pull one of those and everything's mm-hmm. going to crash down. And when you're built without a solid foundation, and even I would recommend to, you, uh, to your listeners, um, I go back through my, with my clients, I go mm-hmm. through the, the fundamentals. We go back through it every quarter. Mm-hmm. We start every quarter mm-hmm. back like as if it was, mm-hmm. I have a rolling year that, that I've mm-hmm. created. Mm-hmm. We think about five years from now where mm-hmm. you would like to see yourself mm-hmm in business five years from now, Mm -hmm. then we chunk it down to one year. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we chunk it down to 90 days. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the 90 days, we stretch out another year. Right. And then we just focus on Mm -hmm. the next 90 days. Mm -hmm. And then every, every, at the end of every Mm -hmm. quarter, we stretch it out Mm -hmm. another and the five year goes another and so forth Mm -hmm. and so on. And you're just working at it 30 to 40% of the business's sales typically mm-hmm. are made in the last quarter of the year because that's such a push. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like the boat company, for an example, the one that I work for, uh, their last uh, three months of the year is um, uh, August, uh, July, August, and September. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The because they want, for them. Mm-hmm. they want to make sure that their start of the year is October, which mm-hmm. is the worst quarter. Mm-hmm. And, but they also push their employees to do thirty to forty percent of the sales mm-hmm. at the end of their of their last quarter. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is terrible because now you got everybody under panic. Everybody's uh-huh. in p- pressure mode. Yep. Everybody's working the house, mm-hmm. trying to get the deals across mm-hmm. the curb. So I think that just doing it in ninety days, mm-hmm. and you don't have that much that you don't have that whole gear to mm-hmm. to get back right. to fundamentals. Yeah, it's it's there, and you know it's there. But you've got that 90 days that you're focusing on. And, and also share with people that, you know, like the Super Bowl, this is always a good, um, good uh, thing about fundamentals. Every, every week there's a football game, mm-hmm. right? Now, except for after the playoffs, and then there's a two-week mm-hmm. span before the game. And the first week, the, the, the two Super Bowl teams are going back through basic drills and fundamentals. Right. They're running through the tires. They're mm-hmm. doing all the old mm-hmm. because they want all of that, that mm-hmm. year's mindset yep. gone. Mm-hmm. They want, it's like they're the, starting over. They want, because mm-hmm. this is the game of the, this is the game mm-hmm. of the year for right. them. Yeah. So they, so they need to get rid of all that other clutter. All the garbage and all the, the little fluky things. Mm-hmm. And then they sit down to, to watch films and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. Right. Right. But anyway. 
Well, oh my gosh, Terry, we're, we are at the top of that. We're actually past the top of the hour, but that's because we're having so much fun talking about this. And so, you know, can't wait to, to do it again. So we'll make sure that, that we have you on again. But before then, how do people find you and, and, con- and connect with you online? Okay, great. Thank you. Um, TerryOgburn.com. Very simple. And I'm sure that'll be in the show notes. So it'll be easy to find from, uh, find me. Um, that's where I am. Uh, check out my testimonies and some of the things that you know, I've done for other clients. Also, there's a contact button there. Uh, so if you hit the contact button and fill out, fill out the information, I'm offering any listener uh, that would like to take advantage of a challenge they may be mm-hmm. having. I'd like to spend a half hour or so with them and nice. see if we can help them mm-hmm. overcome this challenge, mm-hmm. you know, this challenge they may have. Great. And again, that's terryogburn.com. Mm-hmm. You can also, um, you know, hit the contact button mm-hmm. and fill out that button, send me the information and we'll schedule a time. Perfect. I love it. Well, Terry, this really has been wonderful and, and very fascinating. You know, I, this is a conversation I could continue for hours because it is, it's just, it's, it's very fascinating to me, um, you know, and, and so we will have you on again. Can't wait to do that. But until next time, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely delightful time talking with Terry Ogburn and everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.